0: Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life.
1: All right, let's go to our next guest who was kind enough to fill in, Roach. He did a wonderful, wonderful job when I was off crook. Johnny Casey, the voice of basketball. Hello, John.
0: G'day there, Kimbo. Nice to have you back on deck and always good to be talking to the Roach.
1: Ah, Now, Johnny, let's jump into things. Uh, the Adelaide 36ers had a win over the Hawks on Saturday afternoon, 90-80. to 80. Can I just drag up something that you were probably asked last week? This going to America at the time in the preseason that they do, a week out from their first game, is it an ideal preparation? Uh, look, no, not ideal. Given that you know the
0: circumstances of coming, all that travel to come mm. back, and then a, a, what could have been had an impact in their first up performance. Um, look, there have been twelve teams from the NBL who have gone to the United States, and in their first game back, only four of the twelve have won. So you would have to say it could yep. have an impact. It's a lot of travel. It's probably not ideal. But having said that, um, you know, two of the last three teams that went over to the US have come back and won the championship. So in terms of the whole season, it doesn't ruin your season. It just it can be difficult to win first up when you come back. Um, but I think that would be using it as an excuse, really, because Tasmania were just far too good for the thirty sixes in their opening night game on Thursday. And they proved that by beating Melbourne United yesterday in Melbourne. And Tassie, their coach, Scott Roth, is the reigning coach of the year for a reason. He is the best coach in the NBL right
1: now. I knew you'd have an answer, Case, but I think the same thing happened last year and the year before. So that's why I wanted to ask the question, but you had all the statistical information. But as on, you, well, you you would, know, on the other uh, side, but that's
0: interesting. Um, can I just add to yeah. that? Because it's interesting I called a game on Saturday with Adam Gibson and Pete Hawley who had both been in that situation. Adam Gibson with Brisbane uh-huh. a couple of years ago uh-huh. and Pete Hawley with Melbourne United. And they both said they were not surprised that Adelaide came back and threw up a poor performance to start with because yeah. from their own experience you are flat, you're tired you're working hard because it's pre-season so you're putting in a lot of work uh, you know, going twice a day. Um, so they weren't surprised at all. But Having said all that, I think they just need a cup of cement because Mm -hmm. we saw arguably the best women's player in the world come to the Women's World Championship in Sydney just over two weeks ago, flew in from Las Vegas, and had 20 points, 8 rebounds on less than 24 hours sleep. So I think uh, it can be done, and it would be using it as an excuse and certainly devaluing the great performance from Tasmania because they were just outstanding in that game.
2: I'll leave it as
1: an editorial comment. I don't think it's the best preparation. (laughs) Then they had to do a kids' coaching clinic the first (laughs) couple of days. But if that's the the way it
2: is... fill in the other side of the equation. What do they get out of going to the U.S.?
0: Well, they've got worldwide notoriety now and the reputation of the club, and the NBL's gone through the roof in basketball eyes worldwide. Yeah, but they've got some for the first agreements in place, in seven place, years, they? They
2: were able to beat an NBA team. Yeah, but they've got some agreements um, in place as to why they do it, haven't they? And there's some commercial agreements that work for the six. Without a doubt,
0: yes. I mean financially, uh, in terms of brand awareness, yeah. uh, in terms of all those off-court things, it's a worthwhile exercise yeah. and uh, look, I think if the Adelaide 36 were invited to do a game next year, then owner Grant Kelly and coach CJ Bruton, the players, they'd be straight back on the plane and say, well, let's do it again. Okay. I just
1: reckon an extra week, two weeks. Alright, we'll let that one go. Hey, there's still one game of uh, <laughs> this weekend's round or this week's round to go tonight. That's the Hawks. They're hosting the New Zealand Breakers, 7pm Adelaide time. Uh, how's that one going to unfold? Well, look, you'd be
0: hard-pressed to tip against the New Zealand Breakers at the moment because they were outstanding against the Phoenix on Saturday night. They, they're short at the moment. They didn't have their highest-scoring player in the lineup. And they were still able to beat the Phoenix, who look as though they've got problems at the moment. So they're struggling big time, South East Melbourne. But winning form is good form. The Breakers won on Saturday night. Illawarra couldn't beat Adelaide on Saturday night. Even though it's in Illawarra, I think the New Zealand Breakers are good enough to get the win there. And that would be great for them, because finally they're playing some home games, although they've only had one so far this season. But uh, they've got a new coach and a largely different lineup from last year. So I think the Breakers can win against the Hawks tonight.
2: John, can we now say this is CJ's team at the Sixers and are they playing that all entertaining Robbie Williams, I'm here to entertain you, basketball that CJ (laughs) promised us?
0: I think they are. It is CJ's team because he's had the opportunity now to recruit players, new players have come in, and they do play an entertaining style of game and it's going to be a high risk, high reward style of game because they want to get up the floor, they want to... Crank up a lot of threes, but that's the modern game at the moment. And I'm all for it. I think that, uh, you know, basketball as it tries to grow itself. And Larry Kesselman, the owner of the league, has said he wants it to be the number one summer sport in Australia, overtaking cricket. I think it's already overtaken the. the uh, A-League in terms of what they're doing. Uh, So they're going to have to play an entertaining brand of basketball and that's what CJ wants to do. His dad did it famously as well before him and I think the 36ers fans are certainly going to be entertained, but you have to take the good with the bad. So on a night when you have a bad shooting night, uh, things may not go the result way that you want, but you're certainly going to be entertained. So get down and watch the 36ers at home. The next home game, Friday the 28th. So they're not home until Friday week, but to try and get some tickets, because New Zealand come to town on that Friday night and the breakers are good to watch as well
2: right. Do you have we'll any sure... influence there John? Uh, sorry what was that Rooch? Do you have any influence at the Sixers? Have you got power? There? Uh, <laughs>
0: none at all mm. I, I try and keep myself uh, I'm independent I have to cover all teams of the MBL so no, uh, while go... I'm regularly at Adelaide Games uh, I don't have any pool there no. I
2: want to start a campaign Yes. I want to get the press bench back to a point where they can actually see the court. If people are going to turn up at a time when we've struggled to get, you know, media writers two games that in the COVID period,
1: they've got to put the yep. press bench back on the court. Well, this is clearly you weren't happy with the seat you had at the last game, Roach. This is obvious. <laughs> this is, I wonder I where you're heading. I can't see the court. I thought you were going to call it, say, we're going to rename the entertainment well, section the before, Crush House. But no, know.
2: seriously, at a time when people are coming back to the game instead of doing it out of studios. Let's get the press bench back.
0: Well, look, I hear what you're saying, Rooch, but unfortunately, circumstances in this day and age uh, don't allow that. You should the scoring bench there. I'm not quite sure what half the people do, but there's a very long scorer's bench and they all have important roles. Mm. Radio on our courtside. We do have a position for TV courtside as well. But. Um, I think, you know, we're if, I, if I'm right in saying where these, uh, the media bench was uh, on Thursday night, the night I was there, uh, not a great view, but still a view of the court. Rich, could you ring him up in that.
1: private to ask a question like that? That interested <laughs> five people, five at best. we will we'll get some action. We'll get some action. Right. Let's talk about something that makes a bit more sense. The uh, finals format for 22-23, yes. well, they've introduced the wild card
0: that 's right they have so it 's just throwing another an element into it, and I like it uh, you know it 's been used in other sports and in other basketball leagues around the world also. Um, so I don't mind it because sometimes you'll find that teams finish close to the finals and just miss out and they're probably better performed than some of the teams in the finals. And if we take last season, for example, Tasmania finished in fourth position with 17 wins. They knocked out Perth in the last game of the season when the Wildcats lost to the Phoenix. So fourth had 17, fifth had 16 and the Phoenix was sixth with 15 and it was five games back to Adelaide. So I think when you've got, and invariably it does happen in the NBL, uh, uh, and we see it a lot in the AFL as well. where are the team that's the first position outside the finals. Sometimes they're in great form, and they're probably more well wouldn't be more deserving because they didn't win enough games. But you know, I like the idea of expanding it just to a one-game knockout um, and rewarding the teams that finish top two, and uh, working out a plan where you do have a wild card scenario. I can't see a negative to it. I just see lots of positives. So, so one got and Craig two,
1: Hutchinson's yeah. fingerprints all over that. that so one right? and two, get, it has, hasn't it? Get the first weekend <laughs> off. Three and
2: four yep. play to then see the loser play the winner of the wild card between five and six, and then we're in a semi-final mode between one and are the other two teams, one and two versus the other two teams. Interesting format. Yeah,
0: so as I say, I just think it gives you an opportunity to expand the finals yeah. uh, a little bit and give teams that perhaps, uh, just give them one crack at it. You know, you have to play someone who's been got a far superior record to you, yeah. and but if your form's good enough, then you'll earn your spot in the finals. And I think it just adds an, another element uh, of entertainment and intrigue to the competition. So... I think it's a good thing for the basketball here in Australia.
1: Last one, Case. The Sixers travel to Sydney. Uh, they take on the Kings this Friday night. The Kings are sitting on the top of the table. They're 4-1. and one. Adelaide have played just the 2-1-1. One and one. Do we get an idea of where we're at in this game? Oh, look,
0: I think Adelaide can win the game. Uh, Paul Smith, the owner of the Sydney Kings, is very outspoken, is already revving up proceedings and... Uh, He's been uh, taking a couple of shots at the Adelaide 36ers and saying, oh, here's the great team. I hear that beat the Phoenix Suns. The Golden State Warriors are coming to Sydney. Oh, we all better get excited. Here they come. You know, he's really talking it up. He's quite a showman and he does a good job of it. So there's a little bit of spice involved. And uh, I think that's only going to make the 36ers hungrier to win because, you know, Sydney have been uh, one of the best teams in the competition for a while and they have a great roster. The Cairns Taipans went there and beat them, of course, And that was quite a shock win on Friday night. And so that will give Adelaide some heart as well. In fact, road teams have had an extraordinary run of it of late. You know, Adelaide won on Saturday night, but prior to that, Five. The last five games were won on the road. And after Adelaide, New Zealand beat the Phoenix in Melbourne. Tasmania beat Melbourne. Sydney went to Brisbane yesterday and won. And I think New Zealand are going to beat Illawarra. So there'll be more teams who have won on the road than won at home when we get to the end of round three here tonight.
1: Okay, it's always great to have a chat. Maybe we need this bloke from the Kings to say that uh, the 36ers are arrogant and entitled. That might get it all revved. <laughs>
0: Appreciate your time, well, Johnny. Mate, all good fun, and uh, always enjoy chatting with you on the route. So uh, keep up the good work, and ch- check us out with Bungie and Brett's at 9.30 on Sunday on SEN. We have some fun there as well. We will. It's
1: a great show every Sunday right here on SEN 1629. John Casey's an absolute ripper. It's Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au
2: now.